You been begging me to pop out. Why you playing? You be popping at the cop out. Girl, I fuck up your plans, get them swapped out. When I pull up on you, probably add a whole block out. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to episode four of Pop Out Podcast. This is Chanel. I'm Najee. And it's your girl, Bree. And guys, this is going to be a very dope episode because, you know, this isn't our usual type of episode. We have a special guest popping out with us this week. This woman (laughs) is an innovator. She is a legend. She knows L.A. She knows the culture. Let's give it up for Miss Prissy. She in the building. I go by Miss Prissy. Uh, A lot of people remember me from Rise. I was, uh, I guess, uh, the girl in the battle scene and on the cover of the film. And um, that was some many moons ago. And now I'm an activist in my community. And I'm looking for black and brown kids that possess those same qualities that we had right yeah so we're all you know not la natives (laughs) (laughs) and um i just remember when i first watched rise i had to be maybe rise came out in 2005 2005 Uh born in 96 so i had to be maybe (laughs) (laughs) i had to be maybe like what like eight nine oh my god eight or nine (laughs) and that's when i started getting heavy in dance and Mm -hmm. i just remember watching you i was like mom i want to be like i remember i i had a sports bra on and i was in the living room walling out and mom was like (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) and um so yeah and just the culture of crump even from the east coast yeah like remember you were talking about like chris brown yeah every time i watch chris brown i'm like it's, i mean he's not from you know la but nah. like you know but just you know how he embodies that culture it's yeah. just amazing but outside of that to my experience like rise when i think of rise it, it brings up these feelings of like nostalgia like mm. I, rem- I used to dance with alvin early when uh-huh. i was younger uh-huh. so when it came out probably i think i was like nine or ten myself uh-huh. um and i remember coming out and having my mom watch it with me i was like nah yeah, like i remember this it. coming on tv and i'm also from the hood too yeah. you know from i'm from the projects in harlem so yes watching this was just like wow it was just so empowering watching it the emotion and like the emotions but also i like the cinematography of it like of oh, them yeah. cutting in the african scenes and mm-hmm. like us seeing the history like you know like they don't really teach us our black history when it comes to stuff like this mm-hmm. you know right. like dance art like it was just amazing when i think about it it just it gives me goosebumps mm-hmm. like especially <laughs> nowadays like yeah. and i'm pretty sure you can attest now when it comes down to people reteaching genres of dance mm. they're not providing the context, history yes. the the context the history behind it what it means the pain yeah the anger mm. they don't really necessarily because there's non-cultural people teaching cultural dances. but see the thing with that is too um people aren't interested in the culture Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're dealing in a society where people have a, an attention span of a minute or less. Mm-hmm. And Facebook proves that, Snapchat, Instagram, like we see that if it's taken too long to get to the point, it's not getting views. Mm-hmm. So 
I do, um, I definitely get in my feelings when I see somebody that isn't from the culture trying mm-hmm. to teach the culture. It pisses mm-hmm. me off. Yeah. Um, I'm very sister soldier mm-hmm. about um, crunk. Oh, I was just going to allude to something we talked about on our Instagram story this morning. Oh, yes. This when thing is causing havoc, when too. We, oh, yeah, God. We got people in the bag right now about this video right here. Right. They mad so, And I'm going to show you the video. Okay. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Okay. But. Girl, get her out of here. <laughs> She look like a red vine. Look at the people in the back though, like confused. Yeah, it's and nice. no one is no one is interested. So now I wanted to know. I put in the poll. We put in the poll on our Instagram page, and we asked, "Is this cultural appropriation or is it cultural appreciation?" And the polls have been a li- like they've been dipping yeah. back and forth. And I wanted, and as an innovator, as a creator, mm-hmm. who teaches, yeah, where do you feel like? that thin line between appreciation and appropriation, especially mm-hmm. looking at this video? So this is a great question because I've no one's ever asked me this and I've been I've been wanting someone to ask and me. We, this. we really wanted to know, yeah. especially like with your background too. Yeah, so for me, like there was a, a time from I wanna say from like two thousand six to two thousand and eleven, I taught at Debbie Reynolds mm-hmm. and I taught crunk. And I just stopped. And they were like, why? I was like, because no one's in here for the culture. They're here because they heard that there's a crump audition. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming in and they're taking the class to get the moves and the feeling and then mm-hmm. they disappear. Mm-hmm. That's not how I'm using my art. Right. And although you guys are getting a check behind me being here, you're not gonna exploit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I pulled away and I stopped teaching in studios because okay. it was just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. that's where the thin line is. Yeah. Now, in crump culture, we do have uh, Caucasians, we have Asians, but they're a part of the community as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they're not popping in like a, like a quick game, a double dutch. They're mm-hmm. in the community, they're battling, right. they're coming to the sessions, they're contributing to a cause that's going on. Right. Um, it looked like on that video, she was hype about being in Africa. She got her hair cornrowed. Like, it's a lot going on. I re- I'm not feeling that. So I'm going to go with uh, the majority of uh, cultural inappropriation. <laughs> because a lot of people are like, you know, and I get where people are saying, you know, like, what's wrong with, you know, a white girl dancing to Afrobeat? And I was telling people, yeah. I, I've come across Asians and white people that do light feet and they're they do they it. go ham yeah they do it but they also have like a I know where I'm not gonna take mm-hmm. this shit though uh, I'm not yeah. going to go in front of Marcy Projects and hard oh, no. shake of course <laughs> absolutely not, not. <laughs> no of course That's, not there's there's a there's a thin line between I'm I'm not gonna do this shit because this shit look crazy yeah I would have digested it better if she didn't have the braids mm. and the and you have you know she the tracksuit on the tra- like, and, then, and then you got people. It's surra- like come on, you, you hop right people, out the Missy video. And you got people surrounding. Hey, <laughs> 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 and and to have you know you know the the African people surrounding you yeah. and they look so unbothered. Un- <laughs> they look confused. Like, like yo, get them. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like there is a thin line because, like I said, yeah, I from dance I have seen, yeah, you know, people appreciating the culture but having boundaries, yeah, and also, you know, I'm not gonna take it there, yeah, and 
my my biggest frustration is that I have been denied bookings, say if I come in with braids. Mm. That's not the look we're looking for. But let a non-black girl come in with braids. Oh, it's ethnic. It's, it's urban. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, and what I hear a lot now, not just in the dance community, mm-hmm. but in the industry as well, it's, it's racially ambiguous. Mm. Oh, God. I'm like, they're going to find a way. They're gonna, what they're does gonna that find. even mean? It means privilege. <laughs> That's what it means. It's like they use their privilege to to play around with language, and mm. I've dealt with that um, throughout my entire like career as a dancer. Um, I remember when I was like, damn, this was like before Rise. I was in my early twenties. And I went on an audition for, I think it was like Green Day or like Blink-180. I don't, but literally I got to the end of the audition. It's like, I want to say like 200 girls in there. And it's the end now. And they're like, yo, so we're looking for two Asian. Oh, hell. I'm like, so was I supposed to like, am I a salamander? Am I supposed to turn into an Asian woman? Like you knew I wasn't Asian when I got here. Mm -hmm. Why am I here? Yeah. You let me dance this entire way, but it was for the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe that we as black women, we as black people give off that it it, it it brings out this young lady that you just showed me. It brings that out of them to where they want to try. It's not that they're doing it. They're trying it. See, we do it. Mm-hmm. So... No, they can't come in front of Marcy. No, they can't come in front of the Watts Projects. And, and, and they can't come into Crenshaw District in the 60s doing that. They're getting, they getting clowned, you know? But mm-hmm. that's the thing. They're trying and we're doing. We're executing. Mm-hmm. We just got to keep that narrative going. As someone who dances, as someone who's also a professor now, yeah. mm-hmm. how do you, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that, that coin, I feel it. <laughs> Educating our youth and, you know, prioritizing us. We yeah. feel it and we love it. So one of the things that I wanted to know was how do you, like, how, is there a difference between how you protect the culture and how you preserve the culture? Yeah. Like, I guess those are two different questions, but and are they aligned it. or are they separate, you know? So I know right now um, I literally just uh, trademarked Crump. That's number one. That's how you protect the culture. We're going to talk about there, right there. Um, and then I went back and I copywritten every dance move that I did in Rise, mm-hmm. Stomp the Yard, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like anywhere where my shit is, is copywritten. Wow. So that I protect me. Mm-hmm. Like I need to leave a legacy for my daughters. Mm-hmm. And so we're not just going to throw me on TikTok. It's not happening. Like mm-hmm. that's why I don't mm-hmm. have a TikTok because. I'm going to get paid for the rest of my life for every little girl that picked their leg up and dropped on the floor because it's inspired by what they saw in Rise. And that's how you you create um, generational wealth. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? By just Mm -hmm. trademarking and copywriting. Like, as black folks, we made this entire nation that we stand on. Mm -hmm. The only reason why there is no, like, no remnants of like evidence is because white people created the patent house. So mm. they patented everything that we did. So now we have to use that on them. Mm. Patent your mm. shit. Mm. Patent your shit because they come and you see that little girl on TikTok that did Renegade? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. And it's and going into, you know, current situations right now. Ooh. 
when it <laughs> Praise when God. it comes down, like when I see, you know, for you know the listeners that don't know the story about the girl that did Renegade, I believe she was from Atlanta, uh-huh. and I remember. I was struggling as as a former dancer. I still couldn't do that. I'm God still struggling. Girl, I ain't doing that. I was like, I ain't doing it. As soon as I got here, I never I tried. I, I can't go no further. I never tried. My daughter I couldn't go any further. And looking back at it, to see a white TikToker find, not find it, but to come across a TikTok, hers does numbers, and now she's getting paid for those views. She doesn't credit that girl. And the NBA took her. On all, on all star on all mm-hmm. star weekend, teaching, getting paying, and teaching those dancers. Wow! But when it came down to that situation, are you able to elaborate? I can on talk what about whatever you oh, want to talk about. Yeah, let's elaborate. Can, Girl, you, can, you, can you explain the situation as to what transpired? Um, in regards to tie dyes. Yes. So, um, like I said in my live, I don't. For those of y'all if you follow me on uh, my Instagram, the Queen of Crump, uh, I was just in a space where. It was enough. Like for the past fifteen years, um, and 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 here's where you gonna know I'm real. At wow. the end of the day, tight eyes is the Michael Jordan of Crump. Okay, mm. at least you give credit where. Like it I'm is. not, I'm not one of them. Like mm. he has moved mountains with the dance. I'm, I will never take that from him. But what you are not is the only creator. Mm. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is not the creator of basketball. Some white dudes from Canada are. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Uh, you get what I'm saying? But okay. and and that's that's where I get angry. And then because you aren't getting what you want. And and I didn't want to trademark by myself. Like I reached out to Tide Eyes, Little C, Miho, Dragon. These are the other four pillars of Crump. And I was like, yo, it's costing thought 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 mm-hmm. to do the wah wah wah. They like, well, like, you know, like I mean, you think we need to do it? I'm like, nah, we need to do it. Mm-hmm. You on your shit. They like, well, let's circle back around. I said, circle back around? I went into my savings. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do it. So you could have been paid for every time Chris Brown was on stage, like, coughing? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, but. This is when the education got to get kicked in. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Jaquel Knight, his foundation. We talked about definitely that. is the reason why we were able to get all of this handled. Um, Jaquel is a very good friend of mine. I was the first person to teach him crump in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so when he saw all of this going on, he was like, "Do do, my lawyer about to call you. Answer this number from wah 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 wah." I'm like, "Bet, bet, mm-hmm. let's get it done." Hey, Jaquel Knight, um, had me, and then it was just done, and I. I reached out to him and he was like, y'all need that because it needs to be protected. So the problem that I have with tight eyes is because you are upset that I went and trademarked, you went and had a outsider turn Crump Inc. into an LLC and make you a secretary of the business. Not an owner. And, and not, an owner. Not, an owner. not an owner. Not an owner. Or a founder, but a secretary. You know, like the one you got to come talk to when you got to pick your kid up from school early? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Don't worry. We going to get him down. We going to get him down at PE right now. That's him. <laughs> Yo, and... That's him. The owners, right? The yes. L- the people of the LLC are not black, correct? No, they're not. They're Asian. Mm. You know, and look. Do they to, have any ties to, to the Trump community, they have dance ab- community? Anything? We don't know them. None wow. of us do. You know, and this is this is like him. He does this all the time. When uh, myself and Little C became the cover of Rise, he joined a cult. Mm. 
and start creating this false narrative inside of Crump. He turned the word Crump into an acronym called Kingdom Radically of Lifted Mighty Praise. Huh? It was like, wow, like Kingdom Hall. What were we talking right, about? Right, what were we talking about? So, <laughs> you know, about, like, immediately after that, like Lionsgate no longer wanted to utilize him to do any interviews because one thing that I was taught is that you never talk about religion or politics, right? Mm -hmm. When you're trying to pitch an idea. Mm -hmm. So, Lionsgate looked at him as a liability. Like, you know what? We gonna pull you um, off of this and we just gonna have Prissy, uh, Little C, and Tommy the Clown do promotion for Rise. Mm. He thought that had something to do with us. No, that's your mouth. Mm. You did that. And so you joined a cult and because myself and Little C were now at this point, Little C is choreographing the tour. I'm on with Snoop Dogg and the game. Oh, that's I'm on, fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then after that, I booked Madonna, then Missy. Like, it just yeah. started blowing up. Yeah. Like, we wasn't in the hood. But mm -hmm. that does not make us not creators. Not we're now creating a new lane mm -hmm. for Crump entertainment mm. so while we're doing that you doing the devil's work you telling everybody in the community that oh if you follow Prissy and C that's of the devil because entertainment is of the devil uh wah 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 it's like what? whoa time out ain't that some shit right now ain't that some right. shit oh. Oh. <laughs> the, the math isn't mathing okay. right now. what's the point of them having it now then with if not it just, be, it, it was, I literally feel like I'm in a hamster loop with him. Mm. It's like every five years he pushes the same narrative and then he'll fall off of it, apologize to everyone, do something sneaky and then do that all over again. So right now with me owning the trademark, I'm about to send out a cease and desist. You're going to have to knock off all that Crump Inc. LLC. It's a wrap. Mm. And I'm doing that because, not because I'm trying to be, no. but because somebody got to save creation. Mm. Like, right. black people, we make everything. Mm. We do. <laughs> like, everything, every genre of sound. Mm. Fuck music, sound. Right. We have that. We can make music with no instruments, just mm. with our voice, the mm. cadence, the way yeah. we cuss ourselves out. Mm. That's a song. Like <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bar. If you really think about it, let me tell you. Like, we hey. the only people that talk like that. Yeah, my mm. mom will threaten me, and it would be, like, the perfect bar. Like, I could be like, if I had to rap this shit, <laughs> I'd get money off that off, off get that, the that she just gave me. Like, Yo, get me was, in the studio. Get me in the studio. Yeah, but hopefully, and because I'm optimistic, I don't hate him. Mm, I hate the true. choices that he makes. Mm. And I hope that when he sees what I'm doing, it'll it'll bring him home because mm. he is crump. You know, does the community like how does the community? The community is like you... literally pushing away from him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it hasn't caused like actual divisions, just more so revealing. Mostly revealing. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. just a lot of like people coming out of the woodworks. Like I was a part of the cult that tie dye started back in the day. Me too. Women are coming out. It's just like mm. like ants. And so basically within you guys' community, he, while he was setting up this cult, whatever you want to call it, uh -huh. he was also pulling from other members in the community. Yeah. It just. <sighs> Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. 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 And, and I was actually watching Rise again yesterday and just getting like more of a, not, not, not even more of a better understanding, but just still like, even though like the nostalgia of it, I wanted to dig deeper as an adult. Because watching it as a kid, it's yeah. different. It's, it's like different. different. Yeah. But watching it as an adult and formally being in the dance community, mm -hmm. It's like even when it came down to Tommy the Clown and me and my, I call him my dance dad. Uh. 
like we all at one point we were always bumping heads because he taught me all the fundamentals of dance like popping yeah. locking whacking mm. everything but then when it came down to like you know going into light feed and more commercialized right it was a big butting heads and i remember there was at one point where when it came down to you know the crumping like clown community yeah. and y'all branching off to your own thing what and was that crum- like what was that like for y'all to like branch away was it a hard transition do you feel like it like tore because i'm I, saying like it, it showed in the, show in the movie but that we can't talk about okay. but um um but what I, I will say this um what we went through to get crump here is serious right. and that's why it's so angry it's so powerful. You can convey any kind of emotion through Crump because of what we carried on our backs to get it here. Um, I don't I don't speak about that just out of respect to the other people involved. Um, I'll speak about a lot of things, but I won't speak about that. Um, but I will say uh, clowning is our foundation. Mm-hmm. I will never not say like, oh, just, Crump just came from nowhere. No. No, clowning is the job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I was trying to get um, Tommy the Clown to understand when he was trying to call himself a founder of Crump. You don't dance, homeboy. Like, so what you are is the MC. You are the master of ceremonies. That's what you are. And you hired us to clown dance at your parties. And there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. of being the master of ceremonies. It's there's not at all. wrong with it. He had an amazing idea that he brought from Detroit brought it here to LA and was pushing that alone. And it attracted young black and brown kids from South Central LA to want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so he brought it in. He brought us in. We doing a running man. We doing a cabbage patch. Mm-hmm. We doing a freaking electric slide. We doing a RoboCop. It's getting lit to legit to quick. Yes. And so with evolution, you start having uh, stripper dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that clown dancing was male dominant. Yeah, from what I saw, it was all the booze. (laughs) It was all the booze. It was, and I was just be like, "Dang, all these boys! Like, and where are they coming from? Well, they were strippers on the weekend. So this is where the rotating. No, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I was, I was watching them move their hips like "Mm -hmm." exactly. Y'all doing some extra entertaining, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, "Y'all messing." I was like, "Okay, we doing a little too." I was seeing that. That makes so much sense now. Exactly. So. We coming from street dance mixed with stripper dancing gives you clown dancing because you clown in the styles. Mm-hmm. You playing like how you just said, oh, I'll be clowning, you know, but it's that you clown in the dances. Oh, if if, if, if it's sexual in the, the club, then we're going to throw face paint on it and tie a towel on the back and make it a little more clowned out. Right. These are things that people don't know. So then they immediately be like, oh, Tommy invented clown dancing. No, the, the children that he was mm-hmm. hiring mm-hmm. invented that. Right. They created that. And so we are a product of their creation. Mm-hmm. El Nino, Uno, La Nina, Swoop, yes. rest in peace. Like these people are pioneers in LA street dance culture that inspired us to create something. And so. Just like I said, getting Crump off the ground was a very struggle nation. Um, but I'm just thankful. I'm yeah, thankful. Look at you. You're here I'm now. thankful. Because I was watching um, Caffeine, because one of my friends, um, they're part of the group Too Crafty. They were on, I'm guessing Caffeine 
they have like their own app and Tommy McClendon has his own show. Yeah, I was on caffeine. Oh. And then I got off of there because I didn't like the fact that Tommy kept calling himself a founder. Ah. Yeah. Because I was watching it the other day and I was just like, yo, that's crazy how it started from this to this. And now, you know, look at look at what it's blossomed into. But I can see why that would. Are you still involved in the battle dance scene in any capacity or no? Um. I'm like a pop quiz. I don't do no setup battling. Like, if your energy feel froggy, then I'm a jump. And that's just <laughs> how it is. That's how I treat battles. That's how I don't like, like battling. Cause like, I, I was like, I was seeing them pushing. I said, that's a fight on my block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm very much a, a street dancer in that regard. Like, I like to... Uh, for lack of better metaphoric value right now, I like to catch a fade when I'm dancing. Mm. Like, I don't like nobody going, hey, somebody want to battle you. No, I want to feel the heat in the mm. circle mm. and you throwing me a vibe and I feel that I'm on you. Mm. So I'd rather do that. Don't call me and be like, hey, for $7,000, we want you. I'm not it's doing not it. It's not organic. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and I'm not going to do it for no type of money. Mm. Like, I'm not, that's not what I came into this culture for, like, at all. Um, I wanted to also talk about the making of Rise. Okay. What was it like? Um, so I came in in the very later like stages of Rise because I was on tour with Snoop. Um, Rise, so you already established. Yeah, I was already doing my thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, praise God. Like, I, I just, um, training is for real. Like, I encourage any freestyle dancer out there, get your train on, train in jazz, ballet, tap, because you make yourself more accessible to more jobs. But, um, yeah, I want to say Rise started filming um, where I picked up was uh, early 2004. Um, and I remember... Um, he was my boyfriend at the time, Little C. He was like, oh, yo. You and Little C were dating. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I learned something new every day. For real. Yeah. And he was like, yo, when you got off tour, like, there's this white dude at the park that's been coming up here filming. Is Dave LaChapelle? Yes. And, oh. I, and, and look, I've been this way since creation. I was like, Y'all got some white nigga up there. Feel me, y'all? So I was going to say that. Yeah, like, I was, I was on that it. That was my next question, because because for you, those of you who don't know, the director of Rise is David LaChapelle. He's mm -hmm. a white man. So I just wanted to know, like, from your... You may feel differently now, so I guess we could talk about that, too, how you felt then and how you felt now, but yeah. how does that feel? Because when I think about, you know, when white people come into the culture, especially when they start photographing or, or videograph like videographing things, it mm -hmm. kind of feels like voyeuristic in a way. Like mm. you just hear yeah. to just see my culture and, and, and go back and, home and go back home and edit it and then sell it to your white folks. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, are you paying, are you paying the people that you just recorded and now have created a documentary? Or are you pocketing all of that money? You know? So, I don't know if you can speak on that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, of course okay. we can. Of course we can. Um, so I'm going to speak now that I'm older. I'm 40 now. Back then I was well, you what? don't look 41. Yes, you well, you know First yeah. I was 40. Listen, this person over here looking like she's 26, honey. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm big 40, though. I'm big 40. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to speak from this age now looking at my younger self, right? So... At that age, I think I was like 23, 24. And like I said, I was already dancing, so I already knew about contracts. So when I walk in a room and I'm seeing this white dude just going willy-nilly, I jump in front of the camera. <laughs> and everybody like, here she go. And I'm like, yep, here I go. I was like, who are you? 
He was like, oh, um, I'm David LaChapelle. I was like, and your purpose here is? Mm -hmm. I was like, are there any contracts floating around? Mm -hmm. Because right then and there, I did a Google search on him. Okay, so you done done photographed Tupac, Lil' Kim. Like, you got money, money. Mm -hmm. And you at Jesse Owens Park. Now, if y'all don't know what Jesse Owens is, Jesse Owens is ratchet. Like, <laughs> it's the get shot spot. Like, Ooh, the shot it's spot. the get shot spot. It's where three um, gangs collide. Mm. And this is where we rehearse. And some random white guy was just walking. Yeah, so. <laughs> With a camera. Yeah, camera. so. A whole camera documenting. Because I'm, I'm, you know, you're seeing some of these scenes. And you're yeah. like, it's like, it's gritty. You're really in the middle of the hood getting yeah. these scenes. Like, you come yeah. to people's houses. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he had gang a, territory. He had a hard cosign. Guess what the cosign was? Ooh. Two Samoan dudes named Tony Rich Talawega who inspired us all because they choreographed for Michael Jackson. Oh. They are men of color. They grew up in Oakland. So we felt like, oh, this they all resonate right. with us. You know, now that I'm, like I said, now that I'm 40, I see the game. Like, oh, so you brought them okay. to help. This ease was your card. This, this, this was your card. Yeah. This was your This pass. was your pass. Yeah. This okay. was your pass. So now. I'm taking you to the Slauson swap meet. I'm taking you to Crenshaw over here on Slauson, getting Louisiana chicken, and we get we put you on the bus with us. We got you in every hood. We don't even be in every, every hood. hood. Like what we doing all of this, and nobody's talking paperwork mm. because they so fixated. That's the thing that bothers me yeah. is that you come into these places and you see the hunger and you see the talent of these of these kids who are trying to make it somewhere. So yeah. you bring in somebody that's known in yeah. history. Because these kids are dancers, you trying to inspire them, but like I think you know when you think about it, it's kind of that's the wrong way to go about it for me. Yeah, I don't it know how is. To explain it, but no, it was. It's still off, you know. But it gets offer, yeah. so oh. <laughs> it's gonna wow. get offer. So now here we are. It's now it's time to go to Sundance, and the movie at this time is called Crump. With a T, with a T? <laughs> no, with a D. With a, with a D. I got braces on right now, so okay. that's why. So I'm thinking of like, no, what's I think a period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. <laughs> so, or was like clowns in the hood, or crump in the hood, or oh, something God. like that. So now we go to Sundance and we get picked up by Lionsgate, and now the film is called Rise. Mm. So I circle back around and I'm like, um, so now that the film is named something else, we need to sign a different contract. And you're right. Mm. As you should. Everybody signed the contract except for me because I didn't agree with it. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. So you want me to sell my rights for exposure? Likes and your yeah. literally your name. Literally yes. like. Yes, my not, likeness. Not, not, yeah, I would say not even like necessarily like likes. No. <laughs> but your likeness. Like, likeness. Yeah. Your likeness. Which happens to this day now. Yeah. yeah. You know how many times I've been offered? I can't pay you, <laughs> but but this is a great opportunity for exposure. I'm like, sir, exactly. Exposure does not pay right. my rent. <laughs> so now look. So now I go to my agent and I'm like, look, this this feels fishy. Can I show you the contract? She's like, yeah, let's meet at a restaurant. We go. We look over. She's like, Prissy, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. I'm completely ignorant. And before I go back in here, I need you to educate me. She was like, well, a documentary is usually journalism work. It is. I said, fuck. I said, all right, <laughs> there has to be an angle. I said, well, hmm, they have to pay me to do promotion. Ooh. And so I got paid to do promotion. And I you wrote were the my, only one. Me and C, because I made you sure. Guys, like I said, we were together. Oh, so you made sure your man's <laughs> 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 
I've, I've left myself in my man too. We in this, okay? okay. Yes. Okay. And so, David LaChapelle hated me from that point. He's like, because oh, you they... knew the game. Yeah, you knew the game. You couldn't, you couldn't play with me. Yeah, and you saw that from the first time you saw the white boy yeah. in the middle of the hood. Yes. like you knew what it was. I did. Just the fact that you, you, you know, when your man, when your ex man told you like, oh, yeah, no, we have this guy. So you're telling me that there's a white man in the hood <laughs> with a camera, <laughs> and it's a red camera, and it's gang, it's a red and it's gang ca- territory. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, there like, was absolutely no, like, oh, word? No, yeah. you literally said it for what it is. Yeah, because I saw what he was doing. Like, now you have us in Vanity Fair. We did Vogue. We did Italian Vogue. Like, they started to pump us with publicity. And I'm like, I want to be paid for publicity. So now I'm being uh, accommodated to do, um, I did Larry King. I did Jay Leno, 106 and Park, TRL, Fuse. Then I went to Paris and did their MTV. And I was just getting paid to do those things. Um, But you know what? That's still not enough. At that age, I thought it was. Because at least you were, yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, yo, this shit on Netflix, yo? Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime? Pluto TV, Pluto, Pluto TV. YouTube, I just bought it so my students at LM, you could watch it. I'm buying me. And then get paid from that. You didn't even pay yourself. Exactly. So we back at it on that right now. You know, like I'm trying to work that out because in 2005, there was no streaming. So now you streaming me and there is no record of me signing a contract. Mm -hmm. For streaming. Yeah. So So you can be, okay. And you also trademark as well. So you also have that double protection and hopefully double the bag. Yeah. Please, guys. <laughs> we, we gonna, we gonna put, we gonna put that out there for you. We're going to manifest that for you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's what awesome. I really want. Like, I told my daughters, they was like, Mom, what do you want most? I was like, to be history. Like, yes. I want to be read about. Like, mm. it. nothing feels better to me than doing this and flipping through a book. Y'all could have them Kindles. Like, I want my work in yeah, the paper. Library of Congress. Like, mm. I'm working on that right now. Mm. That's why I put myself in a, in a university. And I don't have a degree. They hired yes. me because I'm a creator of a style, right. of a culture. So let me exhaust all possibilities by leaving stamps for my daughters. Mm. Like, my daughters don't know what it is to work for someone because they've never seen me work for anyone. That's like, beautiful. my cousin, who I'm going to go link up with after this, she came over, like, going crazy, like, Oh my God, like, how the fuck? Like, I lost my job to my home. And I'm just like, dang, calm down. My six year old comes out on her iPad, like, well, you could just quit and make your own coffee and make your own rules and make your own hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wanted to whoop her ass naturally, you know, as a black mom, like, get like, your ass in the room. Like, mind your business. Yeah. Girl, folks, but my cousin was like, nah. Let her keep that same energy her whole oh, life. Because she's seen it in you. Like, yeah. That's your creation. You done, yeah. you birthed yeah. it. You know, that's something you birthed. Yeah. You're your own boss. Yeah. I'm trying. Fire. I'm trying so hard. That's like, I, I really encourage us as black women to, like, get be- get from behind these men. Get, be- get from behind these big-ass corporations and become them. Like, mm-hmm. we have the power to do it all. Like, mm-hmm. and I know that because God wouldn't have sent us here right mm-hmm. after Adam. That nigga needed help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's like... Play your part, black woman. Like, okay. really get out here and get this bag, then make the bag to put the other bag in. Like, mm. so I just, I thank y'all for even letting me come and speak to y'all. Like, 
this this is what I like. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. someone else tried to interview me and and I I, I like closed the Zoom on her because it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you're like, you know like, what? Like, what's happening? I love happening? that energy. I love that energy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Like it was me. like, girl, what are you asking me right now? Like, yeah. you want listeners to come back? Like, who cares what my favorite color is? Let's get to the real yeah. deal of how to inspire Black women. Yeah. Like, and that's to your point. I mean, that's that's why we have this space. Yeah, you know? and yeah. I think, especially like me, I'm a creative. Chanel's a creative in her yeah, own yeah. way. Bree's creative, but social media, like you know, we yeah, yeah. we at least for me and my background and what I've seen and what I'm trying to do, I feel like a lot of these industries are male dominated. And mm. we so typically find yeah. ourselves in positions where we not only have to protect ourselves, we got to look over our shoulders, you know, so that nothing bad is happening to us. But yeah. like, it's also stepping into our own power and censorship, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and people C- censoring censor. us or like, you know, speaking over, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like you want us for our minds and our culture. Right. Yeah. But how come, you know, you you don't give us the space to shine, you mm. know? And just the fact that Homeboy hated you because you were because on you your shit. Because you spoke up on your shit. <laughs> and, and when, you know, everyone's signing contracts, sign, 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 you're just like, mm, <laughs> not going to sign it. It's like, and I was going to ask you, why is it like that? It's like, and not necessarily just as a black woman, like when we're on our shit. It's intimidating. I love it here. <laughs> I was going to ask I love you, it. so how do you manage that? How do you yeah, keep your composure? That. How and do you not give in to these stereotypes right. of angry yeah. black right. women? And, yeah. you know, these... But also still speak your truth, but yes. also own your power. I think, at least yes. for me and my age, I feel like at my big age, because my birthday's <laughs> coming up. Well, okay. your birthday, friend. My, my birthday is March 16th. Ah. next week. Oh, it's tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. It's exactly. high season. High season. Yeah. Age, I feel like I'm just now stepping into my power, mm. and I feel like it intimidates a lot of. It intimidates mm. people naturally. And the gaslighting be making you know? you uppercut somebody. Mm. Yeah. You so, know how you you fix that? You care less about labels. Mm. Like, I don't care if they call me an angry black woman. This is my truth, and if I gotta roar this motherfucker out, you gonna hear it. Mm. And it's like. No silent woman ever made history. Right. So I'm not so about fast. to be around here passing notes. Mm. Like, I'm going to be talking and bumping my shit. Yeah. And if it comes with consequences, I'm going to Asada Shakur that motherfucker. Mm. So let's just do it. <laughs> like, shit, yo, that's my daughter's name, yo, Asada. That's my favorite book, yo. When I, I read that book right before moving out here, yeah. and it just made me cry. It made me cry because, yeah. you know, a lot of what she's talking about, she's yeah. navigating so, certain structures, but she was also in Harlem. Yes. A lot of different places. She yeah. came to L.A., yes, I think. she did. Right? Yeah. So it made me cry because I was just like, yo, yeah. like there's some real power to us. You Absolutely. Know what I'm we like, are the source. Up. We yeah. are the source. Like, uh, like I can't express that enough. Like my uh my company throne is composed of about 17 dancers, strictly black. People like, well, you you let nope, just black. Like mm-hmm. y'all got all the male roles with all these Jewish schools. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm a cater to what looks like me. We just talked I was, about I that. Was, I was literally driving past like a Jewish high school that. today. Yeah. Like, but what if Whoopi Goldberg and them went up in there? <laughs> she Jewish. She's a black Jew. What you gonna tell her no? Oh. You get what I'm saying? Like that, that, that be the thing for me too. So what I pump in them is exactly what I'm telling y'all. Like, this is why I can just say this when I happen to be like, uh, because I say it often. Like, my daughters, they are annoyed with me. Like, you will not be the tail. You will be the head. Mm -hmm. Because 
black women got it the hardest. Mm-hmm. People don't get that. Down to, <laughs> down to the dollar. Like, down yeah. to what we're paying mm-hmm. for every average dollar that the white man's making, yeah. that the white woman is then making, and that yeah. the black man is then, then making. It's yeah. us. Even yeah. even deciding what we do with our bodies mm. now. Mm. Even Ooh. a white man is telling us what we can and cannot do. Mm. Mm. And with your hair. Don't forget yep. that. Oh, with our hair. <coughs> we had to pass a law so I wouldn't get discriminated against mm. going to work. Just because mm. of the way your hair come out your scalp. Right. That's crazy. Mm. And scary. It's scary. Very much. I feel like we can't even change our like hairstyle. Like if I wow. want to come in, if I want to come in with this and then wear my fro the next day, it's like Oh, you look different. <laughs> yeah. Did you cut uh, your hair? Did you what did what <laughs> Can I touch it, no, bitch? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you make no, bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. I wanted to also go into like your activism, uh-huh. like yes. what you. And one thing that I love is a black woman advocating for her community. What? Mm-hmm. What? Tell me more about that. I want. I want everybody to get to know more. About yeah. That. Um. So I'm be honest. I wasn't always this filled with pride. Um. My family is Central American. And there's a lot of colorism in my family. Um, I saw your flag when you came out yeah. on Rise. Oh, is that was that the Belize? Belize yeah. Belize. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm my mom's darkest child, and um, mm. I was just treated terribly growing up. Like uh, although I was dancing, I feel like dance saved me in more ways than one. It even saved me from my own mom. Mm. You know, um, my mom was a school teacher, super fucking amazing but at the same time she didn't teach me how to love myself Mm. like she didn't let me know how precious and how important uh being a melanated woman was Mm -hmm. because she hated herself was she also dark oh my mom is darker than me she is fucking beautiful but she Mm. doesn't believe it Mm. and so she never told me that so my youngest daughter asada although her father and i are not together he is the first man that taught me how to love myself mm-hmm. um that's what got me reading sister soldier asada shakur um i have like i want to say like 20 books just on black women's self-esteem mm-hmm. like just so that i couldn't learn how to love me yeah. and, and i'm not gonna hold you like the la culture is not very friendly it too. ain't like you know in it's new only lamar like, yeah. yeah, in new york where they're, new they're york, open they're yeah, very they're open. open like you know I, I love you know me yeah. i come from a, a dark-skinned black woman you mm-hmm. know but i will one thing i will say that's bothered me about la culture mm-hmm. is colorism it's mm. very blatant mm-hmm. yeah and it's yeah it, it also it's made me uncomfortable and yeah. it's, it's 2022 girl you know? is here so sorry yeah. not to cut no, you off. not at all um so once uh that relationship dissolved like I got deeper in uh, just knowing myself I stopped wearing extensions I cut all my hair off mm-hmm. uh, I stopped wearing makeup I literally only put makeup on to come see y'all I don't ever oh, wear makeup like hey. I just I be in the chill like I just, <laughs> <laughs> just a little chill on ice but I um I think that I needed to do this for my daughters like I was broke as fuck like I was like nah I gotta you know, I took my daughter to audition for Debbie Allen. She over here like, yo, you got to pay 700 a month. I'm like, yo, I used to go here. Like, <laughs> and they can't get no discount, you know? So I'm like, I don't have the money to put her in a leadership program and dance. How am I going to do this? So outside of activism, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I do hair from like 6 in the morning until Are 1. Are you dead ass? Oh, I'm so serious. 
<laughs> We've been looking for <laughs> yeah. If, if, I do it, do it. It's, it's hey. been a struggle. It's been a struggle for real. For I do real. it, do it. I do that, that, yeah. that. Really, this. really. You do, the, you do the lace front. I, I do everything. I, I send you my page. I need yeah. some yeah. silky. Okay. Thank you. So you'll be hearing from all yeah. of them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna have to start working from home so that I can launch a performing arts school for my daughter where I push black power mm. and that's what I did so now I work from home I don't work in a salon anymore and all my clients followed me which was great but that's where it started and I just took off from there I created a film uh, called By Queendom Come where I had my students act out um, what black people go through in South Central mm. and they communicated through dance um, that was my first film that I ever directed and produced and it got played at the Chinese theater last year on my birthday wow. like like just I feel like the moment I start doing God's work none of that other shit mattered yeah. like everybody was like when you coming back to Hollywood bitch never <laughs> never, <laughs> never coming back like that's never over. never like what cause like you said it's a lot of colorism and I found myself like not loving myself mm. I was like nah I gotta stop so I wanna say yeah when I launched Throne I was like what early 2017 that I really just poured into just loving who I am and getting to know my blackness and my realness. And like, everybody always told me, oh, you're a leader. And I'm like, yeah, but where is it coming from? Yeah. Like, and I just start doing the research. And then I sit my kids down and we at dinner talking about books I'm reading and she's six and she's 12. Like, mm. I'm like, take this in. Now my my 13, she's 13 now. Every book I read, I give to her. Like, yeah. boom, read that. Mm -hmm. She is a little you though. Like looking at all <laughs> she of She better than me. And when she's with the water, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, so funny. She was cooking up. I was Dude, like, all right. That's why I snatched her out of Tommy because they were on that colorism. Like, oh, you the blackest one. Oh, you the blackest one. And, Ain't no way. Yeah, and I'm just like, or if she wants to wear her her fro to go clowning, they throwing shit in her hair and like, like it just. Wow. I was like, you know what? Before I go to jail, let me grab mm -hmm. you, and mm -hmm. and do what I need to do to keep you here. You know, yeah. so yeah. Wow. You right on that it's colorism so, though. It's bad. It's like, bad. It's bad. I noticed it as soon as I got here because the New York, you know. Yeah, it's a melting pot. It wasn't even. I was not worry about shit out here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, like, not saying that being called dark skin is bad or anything. I would For, never say that. But yeah. like, you, you being like, oh, you dark. It was just weirdness, <laughs> like weird stuff. Like I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, a black girl. That's yeah, it. That's it. <laughs> there, there's like a there's a type, you know. There's a certain stereotype. That I yeah. be thinking like the Cali, LA girls, mixed light skin, curly hair. That's what I be but thinking. But see, that ain't us. Yeah. I'm, I'm us. The sweeties. Mm -hmm. The sweeties. But that's why. I, that's why. But I she from the Bay. Like, yeah, she from the Bay. Oh, she ain't like, from here. Yeah, no, no, she's from the Bay. She's from like Vallejo or something like Lady that. Lady of Rage is from here. Rough and stuff. Yeah, with my I'm Afro saying like that's LA. You know, she does. She does like in-home care for young children but cock pistol cree is like one of my favorite rappers here in la like and she's dark-skinned like mm. you know i think it's the no disrespect to you women because you're beautiful but it'd be the imports that come in and create the new outlook on what la really? is i thought it was just hollywood just what hollywood yeah. is too and hollywood you know? is nothing but imports yeah yeah, yeah. 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 
Go down to L.A. right off of Crenshaw 54th. You ain't about to see no girl with curly hair unless nope. it's a lace front. Mm. Nope. Nope. How many times would we go to, how many times would we be uh, at Slauson Slauson? Yes, you don't see no mixed time. girls up in here. It's black girls. Mm. Every time I that paycheck, every time I get paid, I'd be like this. Yo, what do I need? Go to Swap yeah. She's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> there was this girl that we met. Um, she just like she moved out here from LA two years ago, uh-huh. and you know we we're all like chilling, drinking. I was like, yo, like you ever been to like Swap Swap Me? She's like, she's black. She's like, no. Me and her were like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Because my first time in there, I was like, wait, wait, did I, did I take you? I took you, right? Yeah, you took, you took me in my first time there. Yeah. It was amazing because, I, like, you've been to, to New York. I don't know if you spend a lot of time in Harlem, but yeah. you know Harlem was. 125th. I was so yeah. hype. I was like, wow, this is, it really, like, I was just looking for that little piece of home. It's not the same. It's not just, the same. I'm just saying it's not Can the same. Can I ask you a question, though? Things. On 125th, is it black-owned? Mm. Nope. Not no more. I don't know if you've seen 125th now. 125th, we got a Whole Foods where... Girl, good night, girl. We got a Whole Foods <laughs> where, like, the Jimmy Jazz used to be. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm talking about 125th is not even the same. Gentrification doesn't change at all things. So now that whole strip is really white, white. Now you know who mm. really owns it. You feel me? Yeah. It's different. It's way different. Like, I grew up walking to the Slauson because... I lived on the cul-de-sac, those same train tracks. That used to be a functioning train. Mm-hmm. I would jump on the train in my flip-flops, like the little <laughs> jellies, and jump off, right, en- enough time to, to go into the Slauson. But I kind of pulled back because all they, although they got all this shit in there for they're us, they're not black-owned. Black girl, no. no girl. They're Asian. That's all we were saying. Oh, that makes sense. Because I'm like, when you're looking at all the hair shop, well, most of the shop fronts you see is all Asian yeah. people on the counter. But that's they shit though that ain't us we oh, consume it mm-hmm. we not in there buying kinky hair we in there buying straight yeah that's not us no lie, I'm i mean that's similar, guilty that's as shit that's some of like harlem 124 like the beauty salons like yeah. the beauty shops like that sell like the hand styles all asian owned mm. pretty much those are probably the only still the stores that are still standing there right now wow i think i discovered two black owned like original stores out here one was by ice cream um, it's in Studio oh, City. Oh, Superstar Wigs. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wigs. Well, I put you on. Some my area. product yeah. is in there. I have my you own do? edge control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We need it. We need it. What's the name of the edge control? Yes, yeah. put that in right now. Throne Beauty Edge Control. Heard yes. it. Y'all heard it here. Y'all heard it here. Please support. Right, it it I want some. I love me some good edge control. control. And there's no alcohol and it don't turn white. Yeah. Music to my Superstar Wigs and okay. Supply, and it's on Ventura and Eureka. Boulevard. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I found another one in Gardena. Uh, is it LAX? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't like it's not. I no. They got they, they. I go there for my clients. Like I go there, get braiding hair, all this stuff. But it's like it. The one in that same parking lot called Diamond. They're black owned. They're oh. smaller, but they're black owned. So I go in there too when. Yeah. 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 So. Got you. Damn, that's great. I didn't know all that. And that's why I really appreciate the Midwest because Mm. when I go to the Midwest, that's when I see black people running Mm. shit. Mm. That shit is new. Like, even, like, uh, my fiancé lives in uh, Texas, and I'm just, like, every time I go visit him, I'm like, damn, I ain't seen not one white person running shit. Like, (laughs) I'm coming. Like, 
Oh, I have a it's, big. Uh, I just one thing I want to say is congratulations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Okay, so I don't have my ring on because my finger's bony, and so it's mm-hmm. getting resized right now. So I got to pick it up on the twenty third. Don't lie. I was looking. I was looking. I was like, we both look. We all look. I said, where's it at? That's okay. I was looking at my nose. I was like, this. If y'all come, if we, if if you come get your hair done by then on the twenty third, it'll be on my hand. Well, congrats. Congrats. We love to see it. Black love. Yeah. How's it feel? Yeah. Oh, it's necessary. It's necessary. But you, it's been trials and tribulations. Ooh, girl. You found this prince, this <sighs> king, this Ooh. king. Well, I yeah. was married once at 28 or 27. Um, that didn't work. Mm. Uh, then I got, six years later, I got with Asada's father. Great man. Um, but he suffered from mental illness from fighting in two tours, mm. you know. So when he came back. He was bipolar. Uh, a lot, yeah. It was a lot. And it just wasn't safe. Mm. Um, and I tried to date after that, but I just was like, wow, like, I feel like the nigga in all these mm. relationships. That's how I be feeling. <laughs> you feel That's me. what she pointed to me. That's what she pointed to me. That's how I be feeling ah. on some real shit. Like, I really, like, I had to really. Like, we be having to tell her, like, can you be nice, please? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I ha- like, no, 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 for real. Like, I really, I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, okay, I need to, like, really figure out, like, where this is, where this is coming from. Why uh-huh. am I approaching situations like this? Mm. You know, is it trauma? Is it just experience? I know for me it was trauma. Like, yeah. And yeah. I'm realizing that a lot of it is trauma and just yeah. personal experience when it comes, when I think about the men in my life that should have mm. let me but weren't there. Mm. You know, I come from a strong black woman. Amen. We she never brought a nigga home. Mm. So that's all I know. All Mm -hmm. I know is to be a strong woman and get it on my own and get that money. You know what I'm saying? Like really provide for myself. Mm. So I have to, you know, really think about it. Like you know, maybe a little bit more nicer. We're gonna be a nice. No, I don't even think it's about being nice. Cause look, I come from your same background. I too was raised by a single black strong mom, and she too never brought anybody home. Mm. But that's where she fucked up Mm. because she didn't show me how to love. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like. I take my wins and my losses in front of my daughters. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not about to pretend like life is just the shit. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. My daughter was like, Mom, just keep trying. Like, I want you to try because I don't want you to end up like grandma. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my mom is a millionaire now, Like she, but she's alone. Mm-hmm. She's crazy alone. how a child yeah. just picks up on these things. Interprets that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's my biggest fear is like being alone. Yeah. I, I'm a. I feel like I'm gonna be like Oprah. Like I might have a step in there, but like I'm I don't gonna be mind a little no step man. Man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why y'all making faces? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you see them talking yeah, about me. Like they talk about me like like. This, I, you know, I just don't want to be rich and alone. I want to be rich and be rich with somebody else. Exactly. You know what I'm like, but I'm telling you, just from somebody that literally shares those same sentiments, the reason where I, why I felt like I was a man in all those relationships because those dudes that I was dealing with was boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this man that I'm with right now does not make me feel like a woman at all. I mean, a man at all. I feel 
like a woman. I feel dainty. I feel secured. Mm. I feel like mm, this is my. I didn't feel like that. That's what made a little bit of testosterone have to come out in these relationships. Cause I'm like, dang, you don't got uh, no yeah. money. You ain't got no crib. Uh-huh. You got to come to my house. I'm cooking. You ain't bringing no weed. Or you moving like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you moving like a bitch. Yeah. Like, you got a period too, sis. You coming to my house with a backpack? Why you got a backpack? You got a backpack. You got a backpack. Are you living in your car? So that's where the the energy was for me. Like, dude, like Mm. I'm the nigga in this because the man is the provider, right? Right. But I'm providing. I Mm. feel like that's a topic too. Like as black women, like when you said, you know, I feel dainty. I feel like for me, it's hard to like break from the the daintiness because I feel like I feel vulnerable because my mom is like, like my mom is the least daintiest person I know. (laughs) Cause my mom is very like, what's her sign? What it is? Like, like my mom will strong arm you. Like, yo, what's her sign? Scorpio. My That's mom's the... a Scorpio too. Oh, yeah. Like my mom, like wake us up every morning. Like everybody, ten toes on the floor. Let's go. <laughs> cereal, cereal, cereal. You don't like yes. eggs? Eat them. Eat them. Like pack it up, everybody. <laughs> let's walk to the bus stop. Bye. And then she'll go and be out. Yeah. And then come back and just mind you, I come from a two parent household, but the way how my mom, she's the oldest of seven. Ah, so she's mm. used to being the leader. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. she like when you said she's like, you know, you're you feel dainty. I was like, My mom doesn't move like that, and neither do I. Mm. And I know sometimes it's like I kinda like when I wanna feel dainty, I feel guilty. Like I feel mm. like I feel vulnerable. Like, I feel it's okay soft. to feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm learning all. The, girl, this is new, girl. <laughs> because everybody used to be like, girl, why they call you Prissy? You are rough. <laughs> I said, well, I'm Prissy because of high school. I was a cheerleader. I did all the girly mm-hmm. shit. I did ballet. I mean, it, it fell under yeah. the name. But I've always been assertive and aggressive. Mm-hmm. You have to meet a man that's going to allow you to feel vulnerable. This is the first be time. Safe in that yeah, way. exactly. I, that's Maybe that's what I'm looking for, too, and what yeah. I need. Because I, I do feel like. I feel uncomfortable being vulnerable. Yeah, you know? I feel like, that. I feel very uncomfortable being vulnerable. Emotions make me uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Don't get yeah. me wrong, though. I be crying. I yeah, mean, I it ain't nothing wrong to cry. I do cry. Shit, you better cry. Thug, a, little thug, a little thugged here. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that was just even when, like, different, like, male podcasts. I feel like that kind of ties into, like, I don't know about y'all, when it comes down to you know, people speaking about black women. It's like if when it comes off as if, you know, we can't be soft because we have the perception that we're strong black women. Like you got to be strong. You got to be strong. But when we are strong, it's like y'all don't let us be alphas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit is so Because y'all carrying beta energy. Like, mm-hmm. like, come on. Energy. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Like, I think it's the most annoyingest thing in the world to deal with as a black woman. Like, there's real, you you, you can't be one or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If I'm dainty and I'm vulnerable with you, it's, oh, she can't hold her own. She's dependent. But if I'm a strong black woman and I hold my shit down, it's you're not letting me be a man. Or you're intimidating me or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Step you your shit up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's part I don't I don't mm-hmm. I don't get is like, the, what what does me as a female with a vagina have to do with you and your masculinity? Exactly. How why 
why are you in a place for me to be able to do that to you? Mm. I think that's the real question. Hey, DM me that. We gonna quote that. DM that. Quote that. Shit, cause that's it. Wow. Brie ain't saying much of this podcast, but she came in. She came through with some profound energy. She came in with that banger. Click click. Wow. No, definitely. Like prior to um. Uh, my fiance, I was dating this dude who I do not care to say his name. Um, like, I literally was a nigga the entire relationship or whatever the fuck How long was. were you guys in a relationship for? We was in a situationship for mm. about a year. Okay. And I was just like, wow, like, why do I feel numb? Mm -hmm. Like, why do I, why does nothing that he does affect me? Mm -hmm. And it's because I knew that he was not my forever. I knew that. And I kept trying to find the foreverness in him, and it I just, just couldn't. There. I couldn't. Like, mm. I would ask simple questions like, where do you see yourself in, like, two years? He's like, shit, you know, if all goes well, I could, like, move into this apartment. I'm like, <laughs> Like, damn. Who said that? I that's an and apartment. That's why your masculinity <laughs> is at stake, because you can't even level set with me exactly yeah, we yeah. can't even rap real yeah. shit I, yeah. am the, I am more of a nigga than you Ex <laughs> dude exactly i'm putting gas in your car mm. oh I like it's this is too much you better than me and i don't want to even ride in your look. car i, I don't want car. i got a better car than you i don't want to ride in your car oh i'm good especially with these gas prices like <laughs> gas prices paying for gas struggling right now i struggle Ooh. for myself yeah shit i mean a lot I ain't gonna hold it's kind of wild it's about 120 right now to fill up. Damn. Ooh, I was bringing back to relationships and dating. Mm -hmm. Was there a point where you felt like, okay, I really need to open myself up, you know, so that I can meet people? Or was mm. it just, do you always consider, did you always consider yourself an open person in general? I mean, because I'm guarded. I'm very guarded. Like, it's like five, six, seven, eight, ten, nine, ten walls in front of me. I'm going <laughs> to okay, be very transparent right now because I think that, like, there are women out there that are like me, so I'm gonna just be honest. I'm always dating somebody. There has oh, never not oh, been a time. Oh, heard it. She said, like, no, I'm all, that's like, what, I love that. That's like, what I want for myself. I'm yeah, gonna have like, options, the roster. Okay, you fucking but, up. Yeah, but the thing is, good. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how to juggle. I'm all over the place. So I'm very much like, I could date a nigga for like 30 days and be like, yeah, you're done. Nah, I'm cool. There's nothing wrong. Like, There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'll do a quick little one two step, and if mm -hmm. you aren't like, because I just know where I'm going, right? right? And I know I need my partner next to me. So to me, it becomes like an audition. Mm. This is the first time, like, me dating this guy. And then, like, we literally went from dating and then him asking me to be his wife. Mm. We didn't do that boyfriend. I'm 40. Yeah. We're not. We're not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we not doing it. Like, I'm, I don't want to. I want to date for marriage. Mm. So if I'm dating you and I see that we aren't heading to marriage, then I'm off you. Yeah. And it's okay to be like that. Like, yes. I hate when people be like, oh, you should take a break in between, bitch, for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> Only yes. breaks I like is in between my favorite movies. Like, <laughs> she said for what? For <laughs> what? Oh my God, normalize this. Yeah. Yes. I, feel like that is not, I feel like that is something that isn't normalized. Like, normalize that shit. I'm not it's saying not. give your pussy to everybody. I'm Right. saying that because you, you can date a man yeah. without having yeah. sex with him exactly but i'm definitely not gonna be like okay this guy broke my heart i'm gonna give myself 
32 days before I start talking. Bitch, if you know you want to. I see you in the club. Yeah, like, like, come on. (laughs) And, like, some of my friends gave me grief about this guy. You know, like, Prissy, like, you guys have only been dating for, like, eight months. Like, what are you doing? I said, number one, I'm hell of established. So is he. Mm. Okay? So you don't got to worry about. I ain't got to worry about nothing. It ain't nothing Mm. to worry about. He has already been married before 19 years of marriage. Mm. And you you have experience being married, And I have experience being married. So So you know know what it is. So we already know what time it is. His kids are grown. He has a vasectomy. Oh. Okay. We love that. You get what yeah. I'm saying? And he's yeah. comfortable in his masculinity. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And he's ready to travel the world. Mm. He wants he's he he's a licensed barber, has a barber shop and a barber school. Ooh, and you know how to do hair. Yeah. Okay. We can make money together. Yeah. I yes, love I this. will marry you. <laughs> you can, I don't have to that's date fire. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have to date him for seven years to know that that's a husband. Yeah. True. Why do we do that to ourselves? I people needed, do. Yo, I needed this talk today, y'all. <laughs> okay. People, yeah, people be lot, married yeah. or date seven, eight years and then get divorced. divorced. Yeah. That shit's annoying. That shit's that like shit's you wasting my time. Mm-hmm. You wasting my time. I have two clients. One of them, um, her name is Amber. I love her. I talk to her, you know, because I really only want to take advice from married people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because <laughs> the direction you're going exactly so you should be taking advice from advice from mary exactly people. she tells me she's like prissy me and my husband dated for two months and we've wow. been married now for 19 years mm. Mm. she said you know why because he was already married before he know men know what they want already at that time it's like mm-hmm. oh you're a wife mm-hmm. give me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just find out why they got a divorce look it up mm-hmm. and i did what they, they had differences. It wasn't mm. no cheating. It wasn't no nothing. They grew apart. It's a, I'm going to applaud that 19, though. Yeah. Right. I'm going to applaud that because that shows me you got endurance. Yeah. That's, and you know what? That's very and mature. And you're committed That's for mature 19. Thinking. That's that mature thinking. That is very mature yeah. thinking. Because a lot of people, especially our age, when they see shit like that, they're like, oh, 19. That's too long. That's too much history. <laughs> I can't compete with that. You want me to commit 19? No. Years of my yeah, but life. for and me. You're thinking about it the wrong way. That's a nigga who could commit, who's loyal. Yes. Right. That's how you That's know. What He's, that is. He, yeah, he and all of his children are with her. Oh, oh yeah. like, I, like, come where, on. Where did you find him? Girl, in Houston, Texas, girl. Wow. wow. So wait, wait, are you guys going to be like five Texas? So I told him that I would move to Houston, but he said that he'll make it to where we can both live in both places. That's beautiful. And Bill Wolf, Bill Wolf in LA, yeah. Bill Wolf in Houston, Houston Texas. Yeah, because his kids fire. are already old. They're yeah. they're at, they're in college, you know. So he's like, "Nah, we could do both." That's mm-hmm. great. I like that. Yeah, That's I amazing. love that. So we worldwide, we traveling. Ooh. <laughs> we buy coastal. You giving me some things to put I, my vision on board. some real <laughs> shit. I'm about to be wow. journaling like yeah. Because yes. just the take of you guys. I mean, all of us in here are entrepreneurs. We ain't got time to be sitting here ciphering through what nigga gonna be our happily ever mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Like. Nobody's mm. got time for that. We're trying to get to the bag. Okay. Mm. Right. So find a nigga that's going to want to get to the bag just as fast or if not faster than you. Right. And also be there to support you, grow with you in whatever yeah. ways that is. And Hell yeah. how you change, you know? That's important, yeah. too, because we evolve mm-hmm. every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Every step of the way. So, And I wanted to ask, because I remember you said, you know, you only take advice from married people when it comes down to this. Mm-hmm. When it came down for you and dance and being in this industry, do you feel like you got a lot of advice from people from you ever get advice from people that aren't credible sources their credibility was not credible 
Like, how do you decipher from people consistently giving you advice and you kind of have to be like, yeah, I can't listen to you. Like, I feel like a lot of people have come to me regarding this podcast and they'll give me advice or they'll like give me mm-hmm. especially unwarranted opinions that I didn't fucking ask people. <laughs> Snooze on them bitches. <laughs> Yo, like, awesome oh God. Shit. Like, and I feel like I myself am going through a time period where like I'm trying to mute people out. You mm-hmm. have to. And I feel like I'm having a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. So word of advice, okay? When I'm building like projects or anything, my assistant and this other girl that I have that does like all my consulting work, like does my contracts for me that I have to send out, they are not to say anything while I'm in creation mode. Mm. Okay. You don't say shit. I got to get my ideas out. And that makes sense because that's yeah. unwarranted opinions. That, exactly. You, know, you, you have to, yeah. it's like, horse with shutters you have to do it unless those opinions will become your truth you just yeah. you have to and one thing my mom did teach me that growing up like don't listen to what nobody gotta say hmm. go for what you know that's why david LaChapelle was hating me like because i was just going for what i didn't give a fuck how nobody was filling that room this is not sitting well with me, mm-hmm. I gotta go to sleep with me at night. Right. So I gotta look at my I gotta look at my bank account. Oh me. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got bills night. I got bills to pay. I, look, I don't know if it's me. I check my shit every every morning. Every just, day. Yes. Just to make sure. Just to make sure if a like, bill oh. if a bill ain't coming like a thief in the night. <laughs> I come in with with this much and the bill just come in. I be like, oh shit. Oh no, I'm yeah, optimistic. I'm thinking somebody gonna bless me with another deposit. <laughs> oh, so oh, oh no, I, I, I pray to God every night. Oh no, every day I turn every night. I turn my card off. <laughs> That's just, so brilliant. So I turn funny. my shit off. If I get a notification in my email, like we tried to process this, okay, well, <laughs> process it Wait next week. Ah, Yo, it's not time yet. I'm not no. ready yet, so process it next week. Period. $10 late fee, I'll take that. I'll take that, mm-hmm. but you're going to process this shit next Wednesday. <laughs> I, I turn my shit off every morning. Absolutely. That's crazy. But like like, I feel like when it comes down to like advice, when I envision pop out Mm -hmm. and I would tell certain people, I always got the, don't you want to complete this first before you do this? Why are you all focused on this? You need to do this. And it's like, that's why it took so long. Like, I don't know if y'all know, but this has been in the works for like a year and a half. Mm. Wow. That's lit. See, I know you did like radio and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, so it was just like, and I was like fiending to get back on the mic, and I'm like, I want to do this, I want to do this, and then I would talk to somebody like, hey, I'm thinking about, no, Chanel, you need to do this. You need to focus on that. night, girl. And I'd be like, all right, then a month would go by, and then like three months, and six months, and then a whole year until I came here and while my boyfriend was going to work and I'm going to work and I'm just thinking like, yo, I have no substance to my life. Mm. Just work, relationship, sleep. <laughs> and, and pay bills. And pay bills. Yeah, and that's it's like monotonous. I kind of thought to myself like, bitch, like, what can you own, put a stamp on it? Like, I did this. Mm. I, 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 and to do it with two smart black women mm. like when i when i met brie we met i met her through her line sister uh-huh. and when Where i you met what you pledge aka okay my sister is delta my mama sigma gamma oh. Oh. okay you got the d not to help you and when i met her and i was just like okay like i'm getting to know her more uh. okay i want to do this shit 
I need to do this shit. And just something told me. And plus, I got paid extra that day. Ah, you better know. <laughs> I was like, buy the fucking equipment, you know. That's right. Yeah. Buy it. Pitch it to her. Pitch it to her. Yeah. And they both hey. came on it. I don't know where I came from, to be honest. Nigga, <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> where? Oh, when I asked her, she said, you know, I don't talk. I'm like, <laughs> well, y'all energy is incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great balance. I like, I support all things black and moving. Like, and that's why when you reached out to me, I was like, yep. With no hesitation. <laughs> like, she did say that. I was like, like yeah. what? Like, we got our first guest, and she, like, want to come? Like, yeah. it was, honestly, Yo, it, when a lot. I, it really did mean a lot to when us. When I so. reached out to her, she was like, let me know when you're ready. I said, oh, shit. Yo, <laughs> it was like, we was like, okay, we, we, we on to something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just feel like everything that is created with love needs support. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I don't like stalking people's pages. So I didn't look through your gram. I just literally saw how you presented it to me. Aww. Like, I was like, okay, for sure. You know, and like I said, I had a bad experience with this girl on Zoom. And it was really bothering me because it's like, you're going to play this somewhere and your background is not, you know, like I get it. You're just starting out, but why am I on a zoom call with you for three hours? Mm. Like, I'm like, are you a three fan? hours? Yeah. And she asked you what That's your favorite stressful. color is. That's she was like, okay, and she's like, okay, I'm trying to think like, She's like, okay, I'm trying to think of what else I should ask you. Okay, oh, then close this no. motherfucking laptop, bitch. Because, you know, you didn't write your shit down. Like, yeah, you're not. And, 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 it, and there was no energy to counter with mm-hmm. because she was like, she just, she wasn't ready. That's my biggest pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been trained on interviewing. And yeah. We all have been. To tell a person, yeah. what else should I ask you? <laughs> that is a deep, we're going to conclude this. Yeah, <laughs> girl, I hit that shit just like this. I can picture on the back back end like well that went smooth no and then she was like hey did your computer die and she was like oh do you think that we can link um this week I was like actually I don't offer that much of my time for free you literally that's like the Titanic three Mm -hmm. hours literally three hours of you interviewing me and you're like feeding off of my words. You're, it's not even really an mm. interview. I feel like I'm on like a, a chatty patty phone call. Mm. Like you was a call center. Yeah, I just mm. and I was like, I'm cool. Like that's not what I want from from for me either. Yeah. Like you gonna post this somewhere and your background got your your shit hanging up. I see your pots and pans. Like girl, if you don't throw up a little Drake, like do something. <laughs> she wasn't yeah. ready. She, she said a Drake ready. like a Draco. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no, a wait. Oh, it's like, come on, ah, come I'm on sorry. now. I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> they do this every time. Oh, my Yo. God. Every episode. I'm every not like, Draco. I was about to be like, Miss Pris, you get down like that. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You heard Draco or Drake? <laughs> wait, wait. Drake no. was in the background. <laughs> Well, speaking of support, mm-hmm. how can we support you? Are you doing any events? Or, like, yes. or is your is your? I know you have a dance group. Like, I know you do here. I know you do a lot of things. But we would love to come up yes. and show up for you and just be there and just support. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're just, just heads up. You're family now. Yeah, okay. you really are family yeah. now. Yeah. Some real shit. Yeah. Um, you know what you could do for me? Um, come down and and, and check out my students and come speak to them. Like, <gasps> I. <laughs> <laughs> 
I really would appreciate that. Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people be like, oh, you want to donate? No, I don't want none of that. Donate your time. Come talk to these black girls, these black dudes, Hell and yeah. inspire them. You know, that. like we rehearse every Sunday from Ooh. 2 to 5. Um, I give them snack, everything. I could just come and speak and talk about what y'all do. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? There's a lot of scholars in there. I got a young girl, Tyresha. She just got accepted to seven HBCUs. Woo! Like, we love you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and she from the hood hood. You know, yeah. like, see that. you know, like, interview her. She's 17. She's about to go on a journey. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, these young people, they need to see this. Yeah. They need to see this. So that that's what y'all could do for me. Yes. Oh. I Stay tuned. love I that. Would Yo, it's gonna be a part two, part three, part four. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love this. to do that. Yeah, and, and pull up. And we all, you know, all of us are just young women. Like, well, yeah, at my big age, I'm getting Emma! Old. Keep saying but big age, saying, like you're you know, not like, like you're older than me. We all represent different areas of different industries, which mm -hmm. is amazing. You know, yeah. which I love that about us too as individuals. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I would love that. Yeah, yes. definitely. I, I would appreciate it. that yeah. oh, tremendously. I, I thank you for coming on, yeah. giving us the time. Absolutely. And your energy was amazing. Like, amazing. Thank you. It's, it's, it's just, I feel blessed right now. Like, yo, know, she was you. on time. Yeah. Prompt. Like, I know. I love it. I got a parking in the front. Oh, oh wow. right behind the truck. God wanted you to be here. Yeah. He did. Us the way you did. She did. She did. She did. She did. You heard? She did. And one thing that I also just one last question I wanted to mm -hmm. ask you. I remember in Rise you mentioned how like Crump brought you closer to God in your faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where does your faith now with God stand? Um, God is at the the center of my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, that's why I got this husband. Mm -hmm. um, yes, indeed. I literally got on my knees and I said, God, you are literally working miracles and wonders in my life right now. My career is booming. My kids are thriving. Throne is thriving. My hair shit is going. I got my products going. Why you won't give me a king, though? Mm. You, you did the Sierra prayer? <laughs> that one was a little too lengthy. Yeah. It was a little yeah. bit too much. It was too much. Yeah, because yeah. I, okay. I don't talk to God like that. I talk to God like how we talking yeah. right now. Yeah. Me too. So. I'll be in the car like, so check this out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I know you just see what they said to me up in there. <laughs> like, but... Literally after that, I got my husband, my uh, my company right now just got picked up by Nickelodeon. Yeah. Ooh, like a lot of shit just started happening. Yo, yeah, God is real. Awesome. Just multiple, yeah. just multiple yeah. projects and yeah. I'm just trying you, my you best. Trademarking like yeah. something that you are a part of, you are a founder of. Like, yeah, you know and I hope is this encourages like light be uh, flexing like well, Harlem yeah. Shake. Uh, Harlem Shake. Like go get your shit covered because mm -hmm. they coming. Mm, they coming yeah. right now like i was trying to buy crump.com i'm on a payment plan paying for crump.com because the domain was twenty seven thousand dollars because someone Jeez. else had it i asked the dude i said can i ask you a question when did you buy this mm -hmm. he said oh right after the movie came out <gasps> oh I said, I said how much was it Wow. He said it was seven dollars. Yes. So he bought it knowing knowing that it was going to be investment an investment somehow from somebody else. But guess to buy what? It. I'm gonna come get that because I own a trademark. Okay. Mm. That's how God works. I'm gonna come Give get that. Give me that. that. <laughs> you, ooh, Give me that. You got that legal. 
protection. Legal schmeagle. Legal, legal schmeagle. <laughs> legal schmeagle. I love that. I'm going to add that in there. <laughs> legal schmeagle. <laughs> nah, that's fire. Yeah, I'm happy. Wow. I'm happy. This is great. And like I said, Miss Chrissy, I thank you for coming. No, I, I appreciate always. you for, mm-hmm. you know, giving us your time, sharing your energy. Because your energy just radiates it around radiates. these walls. I feel like it's 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 happening this way, though. Wow. Ah. Because, like, I'm, we all from the hood. You know how it is. Yeah. You're you not feeling something. You're going to be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nope. Yo, that's different. Me. Completely know what time y'all said. Completely different. Right, yeah. literally. Like, oh. mm-hmm. like, there's places where we've been and we just be sitting like, <laughs> like yeah. ready to go? <laughs> Is that you give that look? You ready to go? Okay. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, you know, black people. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? And so we, don't, we, we ain't have never on time for shit, but we know we, but we <laughs> on time to, to leave. <laughs> we don't, we don't check the time when we get there though. But Chanel, when it comes down, like you ain't never lie. Why do we do that? <laughs> so you said we have to be at the um. All right. So yeah. Um, it was good, good seeing you. <laughs> yeah, that thing like, started in that, about 30 minutes. And you know, traffic and a little crazy. <laughs> that's it, yo. Like, when, when niggas start. Oh, Jesus. And, and you know how black people like this. <laughs> On me. We, hit that, we, hit that yeah. we got them signals for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even it. that is what people try to steal, though. People want yeah, everything. <sighs> everything. We got it all. We got I'm, I'm sorry, it. I'm, here, I'm tired of hearing, period. Mm. I'm tired. Period poo. Period poo. Man, my niece, she's 11. Mm-hmm. Saw this TikTok dance. And she was like, she's like, Opsy, what is that? I was like, that's a tone wop. Wait, wait. No, no, they call it this. I said, it's a tone wop, baby. I said, let me, let me explain something to you. Mm-mm. And she's like, why are you so angry? Because it's just like, we know the air of chicken noodle soup, Harlem mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we like, I take it to heart mm-hmm. because it's like, as a New Yorker, whether you're from Long Island, whether you're from Brooklyn, uh, the Bronx, Harlem, we take that shit to heart. Yeah. So, and I appreciate you for preserving the culture. Yes. Um, protecting yes. the culture, but also educating. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we can like point, 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 point. But the fact that you take those points and then you turn around and slip them education, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, give you my hand and talk to it. I'm going to yeah. be like, no, you can't have it, mm. but educate yourself on this. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 And come back to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a so fact. So I, I appreciate you for yeah, doing that no for the culture. Yeah. And don't be a stranger. Come back. Yeah. yeah Whenever you invite me, if and you'll have me, we're going to have some drink. Yeah. Yes. 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 We should have some wine. You the hell me. you should have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been drunk. Yeah, me too. Me too. Wine Najee is a little spicy. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode four of Pop Out Podcast with Miss Prissy in the building. And y'all be safe out there. Check your accounts <laughs> <laughs> and protect the culture. We yeah. out. Peace. Peace. How dare you wake up doubting yourself? Today's words, self-worth. You are worthy. You work hard. <laughs> well, I would hope so. And you can have anything that your big heart desires. You walk in any room. Like, I belong here.
not worth it. Get the negativity out your way. Get people out of your way. Get yourself out of your way. And take what belongs to you. So we're going to say it together. I am worthy. Now go out there and put the work in, niggas. 